What's up, everybody? Patrick McNally here with Retirement Secrets, welcoming you to another show. And I've got a really special one here today. It's geared toward a special group of people I call first responders. That's our CHP, that's our sheriff's department, that's our firefighters. We've got a couple of clients here, well, a number of clients that uh, were retired first responders. And I had the opportunity um, this week to speak at the quarterly training event for the California Highway Patrol up here in the North State. Um, I've done that a number of times. They allow me to come in and talk about their retirement accounts and give some good stuff about what's going on with 457s, 401ks, and how to make the best of those types of accounts. So I had the opportunity to go in and do a training, and I'm going to share that with you today. So the title of this one is called How to Avoid an Additional 10% Penalty Tax on Your Retirement Accounts. We'll You've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So the big question for retirement is this. How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Secrets. All right, guys, welcome back here. Let's jump into how to avoid an additional 10% penalty tax on your retirement account. And this show is really for the first responders out there, but I know a lot of other people do have 457s and those types of accounts, so you want to listen up. But if you are California Highway Patrol, Sheriff's Department, Fire Department, any of our first responders that have access to a 457 retirement plan or a 401k plan, you guys have the choices of the two, you're gonna wanna definitely take notes. I've got a couple of bullet points I wanna walk through with you today, but mainly I wanna talk about some of the benefits and the differences between the 457 plan and the 401k, specifically when it comes to taking money out. Now, a lot of first responders, you guys retire a little bit earlier than other people. Maybe people are going to 60, 62. A lot of our first responders, they retire at 50, 52, 55, right in there. And you've probably heard of that age 59 and a half. You've probably heard this. If you take money out of these accounts before then, there's an additional 10% penalty. Here's the deal. There's not on a 457. You guys can have access to those funds whenever you want. Now, you'll owe tax. If you're in the traditional 457 plan, you will owe tax on any money that you pull out of it, but there is no additional 10% penalty, like for people who would have like an IRA. Now, if you have the 401k option, it's a little bit different, you do need to wait till you're 55 or older to separate service. A lot of people don't even know that. If you've got a 401k, you can retire at 55 and, and access your money without that 10% penalty. Here's the deal. Here's where a lot of people make a big mistake. When you guys retire, a lot of times the advisor or whoever you're working with, they'll just say, hey, let's just take that 457 or that 401k and let's roll it over into an IRA. You don't want to do that necessarily because if you're 52 years old, let's say, you retire from the force or from the department and you decide to roll that money over into an IRA, 
now you're under the rules of IRA accounts, which say you cannot touch that money till you're 59 and a half or the government assesses you, <clears throat> excuse me, they assess you a, an additional 10% penalty on the funds. It's ridiculous, I know, but you gotta leave them in those accounts, the 457 or the 401k in order to access the money. So what a lot of our clients do is they kind of do the best of both worlds because sometimes in those plans, you're, you're kind of limited to the investment choices that you have and maybe when you retire, you wanna branch out and do something a little bit different. Well, maybe you should leave a portion of the account in the 457 or the 401k. Enroll a portion of the account to an IRA. And what that'll do is it'll open you up to the investments, um, you know, the wide world of investments when you're in an IRA. But in case something happens, in case you need to access some of that money, like an emergency or something comes up, and you need funds, liquid funds right away, you can access that, that plan without the additional 10%. So that's my tip for you there. The other thing I wanna to talk to you about is kind of that, that difference between a traditional and a Roth. You guys have the choice. You can do a traditional 457, you can do a Roth 457. You can do a traditional 401k, you can do a Roth 401k. It all kind of depends on when you're retiring most of the time, we're telling people today, do the Roth account. That way you can control the taxes in the future. See, with the traditional account, you are getting a tax deduction when you put money into that, into that plan. You get to write it off. But later on in life, when you start taking money out of the plan, that's when you get hit with the taxes. And it's not just any taxes, it's ordinary income tax goes right under your tax return. And most of you guys, you've got pensions on top of that. So what that could potentially do is catapult you into another tax bracket. I like the Roth for you guys because you put money into a Roth. Now you don't get that tax deduction now, but all that growth, all that money moving forward, when you go to pull money out is 100% tax free. Now that just kind of helps offset. We don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future, but you can control it. You don't have to worry about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm recommending looking at the Roth account. If you've got 10 or 15 years till you retire, maybe stop putting money in the traditional and start putting it in the Roth. You can also look at what we call Roth conversions. That means if you've already been putting money in to that traditional plan, you can move money from it to the Roth but remember this, any money that you do that with, you're going to owe taxes on. So you want to factor that into your budget and you want to pay those taxes with other money. You don't want to pay those taxes out of your retirement account. So be careful. We call that a strategic Roth conversion and you move it from the traditional to the Roth and then all that growth moving forward you know, comes out tax-free later on. So we answer questions about that all the time. You want to definitely work with an advisor who can schedule that and working with your CPA or your tax preparer each and every year to find out how much wiggle room you have on your tax return. And that's the amount you want to, you want to convert and staying, staying within your tax bracket. You don't want to cause yourself a bunch of nightmare to do it. And certainly don't do it all at once because then you're just writing a big old fat check to Uncle Sam. Nobody likes doing that. So that's the big difference between the traditional and the Roth. 
I really like that raw for you guys moving forward. So next thing I want to talk to you about is each and every year, I want you guys looking at your beneficiary forms. This is huge, overlooked all the time. You know, you start working for the force or the fire department or whatnot, and you just, right when you work, you fill out these forms, and then you never check them again for 15 or 20 years, and you've got those original beneficiaries on there. Well, guys and gals, life happens. Changes happen. And I don't want to tell you, I've got nightmare stories of what happened when people listed a beneficiary like a person, like a spouse that they were married to at the time, and unfortunately, they got a divorce but they forgot to remove the X from their beneficiary form. They pass away and guess who gets the money? Not their new spouse, not maybe the kids that they wanted it to go to, the X. That's brutal when that happens. So I want you guys and gals to definitely review and update your beneficiary forms each and every year. It takes like five minutes. Just check it out. Make sure that those accounts are going to pass on the way that you've intended, the way that you want to. Okay, here's my fourth and final point today. If you, This has really been on my heart lately. And this kind of goes to the fact that right now, we're in April 2019, the market is almost at all-time highs again. In fact, I checked it like two hours ago. It might be there right now. But we're basically at all-time highs again. And if you're two years or less from retiring, and you need the money from your retirement account, those are the two things. You're about two years or so from retiring, and you know you're gonna be pulling money out of that account to spend as income, this may be the time to make some adjustments to your portfolio. You may wanna not take as much risk. You may wanna scale it back. In fact, depending on your circumstance, you may wanna go 100% to cash. It just depends. That's why you need a plan. And I didn't, you know, if you want to see how we plan, I want you to go to rlaplan.com. You can check out how we do this uh, for our clients. You know, there's no cost. You can watch a preview, little video, pre free preview video on how we do those plans. It's called rlaplan.com. You can check it out. But anyway, you got to have a plan in place because what happens if you're, you know, two months from retiring and the market decides to do like a 20 or 30% correction? Well, that totally changes how much money you can safely pull out of the account. So I want you to consider that. Don't make any changes until you talk to a financial advisor or your tax person, somebody who helps you out with that. But it's something to consider because the market is so high right now. You know, you can lock in those gains. You've been putting money away for however long, 20, 30, 40 years. You've got this pile of cash now and that market's at an all-time high. You want to lock those gains in potentially, especially if you need the money right when you retire. Now, if you don't need that money, you know, you don't see yourself touching that account for 10 or 20 more years after you retire, you may do something totally different, but just something to consider. So that's the show for today. Hey, check this out too. I have a video series that I call the five minute retirement plan makeover. It's free. It's a three part video series. You just go to the, you can go to our website and you can enroll in it. Um, it's got downloadable worksheets. It's got all kinds of cool stuff. Um, it's got video. You can download the audio, all that cool stuff. And I'm going to give you the website. So write this down, 5minuteretirementplan.com. That's 5minuteretirementplan.com. 
Com. Doesn't matter if you use the number five or you spell five out. Both of them will take you to a little page. You put in a little bit of information, your first name, your email address. That unlocks the, the videos for you, and you can walk through. It's a free series, great information on there. And um, that's 5MinuteRetirementPlan.com. Thanks for listening today, guys, and I'll see you soon. If you got something good out of this podcast, be sure to rate it. Make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out and share it with your friends. You can always follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you don't already have a copy of my book, Retirement 101, you can grab a free copy today at retirement101book.com. Thanks for joining me and I wish you the best in retirement.